Okay, regardless of whose channel it's on, it's still a great day because every day is a great day. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. How are you guys? It's good to be back. We've taken some time off. A lot of things have been going on. A lot of things happening. But before I get into that, if you're listening to this program, you're listening one of three ways. One, through my website, markscalia.com. And check out more of that site. I'm constantly updating the dates, the calendar, and I'm putting in some more video and things like that. So check that out. And follow me on Facebook and Twitter through that as well. So that's the first way. The second way is if you want to be more participant, if you want to be actively involved in this live radio broadcast, just click that box you're listening to, and that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is known as Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can sign on using a Facebook address and be part of our live chat. And the third way you can listen, you can actually download the podcast version after the show is done live. I take it, I slightly edit it for time and my own mistakes <laughs> to make myself sound magnificent. And then I upload it to iTunes for you guys to listen at your leisure. So those are the three ways that you can listen to this broadcast. So I'm going to get into what's been going on in the past couple of weeks with our time apart with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Last week, we got pummeled by a triple snowstorm. <laughs> Snownado, snowpocalypse, whatever they're calling it. We got some thunder snow, and everyone was like losing their minds. The first snow, it was light, fluffy stuff. We got like, you know, 12 maybe even 14 inches and it was a lot it was very blowy but it was easy to move and it was not a problem then two days later we got a whacked with another one and everybody's like oh there's too much snow i hate the snow and then of course the third one was like i don't know slush storm apocalypse wind caca i don't know all kinds of stuff so we've been dealing with some snowstorms but it's you can't complain too much. It's mid-February and we're getting snow. Barely got anything December, barely got anything in January. So February is usually the snowiest month. So that's the first thing. Oh, you love the snow. Yeah, I do. I absolutely love the f- fucking snow. When it starts snowing, as soon as I see that first flake, I'm like, you fucker. Everything. Did you just say blowy? <laughs> Yeah, the snow is blowy. The snow blows. Did I say blowy? I don't know, because I was typing. I'm sorry. And I get disclaimers coming up on my computer, so I got to stop. So <laughs> let's just keep going, shall we? Before I so rudely interrupted with my listeners' chat, I had some problems with my desk. As you guys know, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, I redesigned my whole desk it was a floor desk, and then I put brackets on the wall, and I started doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that'll be edited. <laughs> and I loaded the, uh, I put brackets on the wall, and I have everything attached to the wall as opposed to the floor, so everything's off the floor, which is great. And my desk, my chair runs up. I've got like a pullout. Uh, what is it? What do they call it? A pullout, like a pullout shelf, but where the keyboard and the mouse go. And my chair rubs up against it, and because it's particle board, it get all fucked up. And so I went to Home Depot, and I bought a piece of wood for 10 bucks. 
and I went over to my father-in-law's house, and he did a bullet edge, so it's nice and smooth, but it's just raw pine, and I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll sand it, and then maybe I'll stain it, and then maybe I'll poly it, but then it'll look so much different than the rest of the stuff, but if I don't do anything, it'll get all fucked up, so <laughs> these are my dilemmas. You know why? You know why these are my dilemmas? Because the world has gone fucking crazy. I can't turn on the TV at all. I mean, I thought I couldn't talk to Facebook. I can't talk to Facebook. I can't go on because North Korea is firing fucking missiles in the air. And everybody they interview is like, oh, we love it. We love it so much. And I'm like, it's government controlled everything. And not even North Korea, but Trump and Russia again. I can't deal with it. And fucking Facebook and the bullshit. So this is what I concern myself with. A fucking pine pullout draw to put my keyboard on because it makes me happy and what else makes me happy i don't know if you guys knew there was a, a big thing a while ago a little bit uh, a little while ago um the uh the team of choice the the new england patriots they want to they want a little ball game i don't know if you saw it but it was fucking awesome <laughs> that's how long it's been since i've done a show it's been two weeks and there was a super bowl it was the biggest comeback in history, and it shouldn't have been a big. It shouldn't have been that big a comeback, but it was amazing. Great fucking game. I mean, a lot of people went, "Oh no!" They're like, "What is this?" I Thunder Brady. <laughs> I, it was just a magnificent game, and of course, then they had the big parade during the rainstorm, the snowstorm. Oh yeah, the big game. You can't say, yeah, you can't say the yes bowl. <laughs> yes. It was it was riveting, and a lot of people like fuck this. And they walked out, you know, during halftime after after Lady Gaga, everybody left. But I'm like, no, I'm staying, man. It's the Patriots, and I was thinking, well, at least we got beat by a better team, so which was great. Until you got in front of the TV, yeah. Down, I kept jumping in front of the TV, dancing, screaming at the TV. <laughs> uh, but it was awesome. It was a good game. It was a good game. So congratulations to Tom Brady. Boom, shakalaka. And the 2016-17 uh, Patriots. Also, because it's wintertime, I got a lot of stuff, you know, internally doing stuff because work is not slow, but work is not as busy, I should say. And uh, we're, my wife and I are thinking about doing some homework. Not homework, but some, oh, I said the name of the game. I owe the royalty. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I said the name of the game. We're thinking about doing some homework, not homework, but work on the home kind of thing. And, you know, renovations, the bathroom and kitchen, my life. (laughs) So because I'm home and I'm trying to do all the stuff to stay busy, I started going through some old DVDs I had, which I took all my video off VHS. Fuck you guys. Yeah, fucking VHS. And mini DV. That's how old this shit is. And I was watching some clips of me from like 20 years ago. Now I have to figure out where the clip is from. Because when you do the video, there's usually no date unless a date pops up, you know, on the screen. But I didn't have any of that. And I guess I didn't, you know, I was like, I'm not recording it. And I thought I'd have some kind of mention of a date. But it's interesting because I have to go through the video. And based on the clothes style, my hairstyle, and the club... I have to narrow it down because I'm like, oh, let's see. His hair was long in the back and his his shirts were short in the front. Uh, that's like 91, 92. <laughs> then I'm like, well, he had longer hair in the top, but he wore a lot of sweaters. Okay, that's about 96, 97. <laughs> so I had to figure all this stuff out. But the funny thing was I was looking at all these bits that I haven't done in years and I got to say, I mean, I don't know why I stopped doing the bits. I mean, they were funny. I just I just got bored of them, but they were so, I mean, some of them were really funny. Matter of fact, Valentine's Day was yesterday, and I did a lot of, I used to do a lot more relationship stuff, and I did a ton of relationship stuff, stuff I haven't done in years. And I'm talking like 10 or 15 years worth of stuff that I just have not done, and I I barely remembered it, but it was good to kind of exercise it again. And it's not just that. It's like, you know, talking about when I used to date and how ups and downs. And it made me think about all, you know, the, the 27 years in stand-up. And 
you know, what's been going on with me and, and look at myself, you know, as, as when I was, you know, fucking 22 and now here I'm 48 and I'm like, it, it looks so, it's so different, you know, and it, it was a lot of fun. So then I got very nostalgic and I started thinking about stuff. And of course it's Valentine's Day. And I, my wife and I have this thing where we're trying to do I guess we're trying to do better for each other, but we're always, you know, we're always trying to keep money, you know, money's always a factor, I should say. And I don't want it to be, but it, you know, sometimes it is. But I wanted to play this for my wife. I can remember everything as if it were yesterday. We met at nine. We met at eight. I was on time. No, you were late. Ah, uh, yes? I remember it well We dined with friends We dined alone A tenor sang A baritone Ah, yes I remember it well That dazzling April moon There was none that night And the month was June That's right That's right It warms my heart Know that you remember still the way you do. Ah, yes. I remember it well. How often I've thought of that Friday Monday. night when we had our last rendezvous, and somehow I foolishly wondered if you might. By some chance be thinking of it too That carriage ride You walked me home You lost a glove I lost a comb Ah, yes, I remember it well The brilliant sky We had some rain Those Russian songs From sunny Spain Ah, yes, I remember it well You wore a gown of I was all in blue Am I getting old? Oh no, not you How strong you were How young and gay A prince of love in every way Oh yes I remember it well There you go. But that was Maurice Chevier and uh, Hermione, Hermione Gin Gold. I think that song's really nice. And I mean, you know, I'm kind of a, I'd like to say I'm a romantic at heart. I just don't have the opportunity as much anymore. But there's a song that actually Maurice Chevier, uh, Chevier, Chev I, I'm saying it wrong, Chevrolet. <laughs> yes. He's a Buick. That's what he is. No, um, he actually sang this song too, which is completely creepy. Each time I see a little girl of five or six or seven, I can't resist a joyous urge to smile and say thank heaven. First of all, five or six or seven? What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Why did nobody arrest this motherfucker? Come on, seriously. And it's freakier because he's in a French accent. That's what makes it worse. That's what makes it a little bit creepier. For little girls. Thank you for little girls. For little girls get bigger every day. You fucking freak. Thank heaven. Yes. For little girls. For pedophiles. They grow up in the most delightful way. Now, I know the song is not meant like this. It's a, it's about a guy who loves girls. And I get it. You know, it's like little girls and stuff like I get it. But it's still fucking creepy. And nobody called him on it. Thank heaven for them all. No matter where, no matter who. Without them, what would little boys do? <laughs> thank heaven, thank heaven, thank heaven, 
Thank heaven for little girl. <laughs> oh. No shit, baby's good. First of all, Baby It's Cold Outside, even though I've kind of done it, my parody song is kind of a, it's kind of a datey rapey kind of song. It really is. But it actually isn't. Actually, I can't listen to that anymore. It's so creepy to me. Okay. That's why I played the first one first, because if you're going to set up a joke, you set up the joke the right way. Anyway, so I'm saying all this because I'm nostalgic and, and I'm trying to be upbeat because, and I hate to bring the show down, but... An agent I work for, a friend of the business, I would call him friend, and we've talked to her a lot of times. I've worked for them, uh, for him, and with him. I uh, did his uh, his. He had a, a birthday party for his daughter. She just turned thirty, and me and other comics did it. Bob Mello, uh, Robert Lewis Mello, actually, but everybody knows him as Bob Mello. He had a company called Laughs on Us. He actually died yesterday. He was just, uh, you know, really good guy good dad you know had uh, two kids his parents were still alive and he was young he was only 59 yeah i mean it's just terrible so the the uh the uh the funeral he's having a service it's at ashley funeral home on 35 oak street in middleborough on friday this friday february 17th from 10 to 11 a.m and then they're going to do a prayer service uh in the funeral home at 11 o'clock. So uh, I'm going to go down and uh, pay my respects. Yeah. So the name of the show is calling Feeling Mellow. And it's not Mellow, M-E-L-L-O-W. It's just M-E-L-L-O for Bob. He's probably booking comics now. We're in the great plane of the afterlife. So uh, I wish you well, Bob, and to his family and friends. I wish nothing but prayers, good thoughts. And it's tough. It's tough to lose somebody. And it's, uh, you know, he's a, he was a good guy in the business, too. So I just hope my obituary is, is nice. You know, you just hope for the best. So. <laughs> but anyway, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our first break. When I come back, I'm going to play a little game with you guys, my loyal, lovely listeners. We have no guests scheduled this week, so we're going to take our first break. And when I come back, we're going to play a cool game with you, my listeners. And uh, I got a little little history. It's a little late to the party, but... It's uh, coming up in the break. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. It's time for another weak inspiration. Remember that fighting never solves anything. So just kill whatever you want to fight. Welcome. To another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. For all its popularity, history doesn't give us any guarantees as to the origins of Valentine's Day. But we do know it contains vestiges of the early Christian church and ancient Rome. The association between mid-February and romance goes back to a pagan festival known as Lupercalia. Lupus, could you go somewhere else while I'm eating? You make me sick. Likely honoring either Lupa, the she-wolf of Rome, who suckled Romulus and Remus, or Faunus, their god of fertility. Did you ring Fawn Leibowitz for me? Fawn Leibowitz? The festivities began with an animal sacrifice. Then the ritualistic slapping of young women with strips of the animal's skin and blood to bestow fertility for the coming year. I don't need to be spanked. I'm a good girl. Um, I've been spanked. I'm not into it, but I, I mean, I asked for it at the time. In the 5th century, perhaps in an effort to Christianize the pagan festival, Pope Gelasius declared February 14th as St. Valentine's Day. As for the real St. Valentine, there were reportedly several canonized by the church. Legend has it that one St. Valentine, a defiant Roman priest, lived during the 3rd century AD under Emperor Claudius II. But make your mind up to it, Claudius. For good or ill, they made you emperor. If you don't accept, you won't survive. Father Valentine defied the emperor, continuing to marry young lovers in secret. 
The emperor eventually caught on to the priest's actions, arrested him, and sentenced him to death. The story continues that the condemned father Valentine fell in love with his jailer's daughter. On February 14th, the day he was executed, it is said he passed the young girl a note. It was signed from your Valentine. Stay, little Valentine, stay. Each day is Valentine's day. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. I'm comedian Erin McGuire, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless, even if no one else is. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and... Let me give you a little backstory about the game I'm going to play with you guys. And we have like Tom is on, Karen's on, and you guys are like my listening, listening people. We got a bunch of other people that have signed on, but not through Facebook. So they're not able to play interactively, which is unfortunate. So here's what I'm going to do. This game has got a little bit of a history to it, and it's a complicated game, but it's probably going to be one of the longest games I've ever played because it's so complicated. I have a special intro for it. We're going to play Sounds Like Free Cover Sample Sax to Me. New music created from old music. Play this record as frequently as possible. <laughs> Now, this is a very complicated game. The reason it's complicated, and it has to overlap three games I normally play individually, because the origins are so ultra-complicated that I have to play it this way. So, I'm going to start off by playing you a saxophone solo, and you have to guess the song. Very tricky. It sounds like Muzak, I know. It's a tough song to call. You, you're probably never going to guess the name of the song. You're probably not. But Tom Berry might, because he's got like, like that musical ear where he knows fucking songs from everything. It's not Smokey Robinson. <laughs> it licked my love pump spinal tap. Really? <laughs> All right. This song is actually from 1969. And it's got two parts of it because it's saxophone so i have to play the sounds like sax to me but it's also a cover song of private number by sunny stilt a stit s-t-i-t-t stit which is not that different from lick my love pump by spinal tap so that's how that goes now you say private number i've never heard that song before well this is where it gets complicated because Here's the song that was done in last year, 2016. So close. <laughs> yes. Since I've been gone, you've had now, this is the cover by uh, Beverly Knight and Jamie Cullum in 2016. You may not recognize that song. But how about if we go back to 2008? Now it's starting to sound a little familiar. Huh? By Chris Pierce 
and Leela James. Yeah, it's getting a little more. Yeah, how about how about from 1999? A boy band called 911. <laughs> they went out of business real quick because they started in 99. <laughs> Fuck, too soon. Yes, it's uh, 911 is a boy band featuring Natalie Jordan. So. But private number, you still not get it, are you? How about by Bob and Aunt, Bob Andy and Marsha Griffiths, 1970? Sounds very Jamaican. No worry, no cry. <laughs> You know that's that's it. But the, all those covers, it's let's say one, two, three, four. F- it's four covers. But here's the original, no five covers. 2016, 2008, 99, 70, 69. But the original from 1968 by Judy Clay and William Bell. And you're gonna get it right off the bat. You've probably heard this. Dozens of times. See, that's just the intro. And then it goes into that. But did you hear that little beginning part? The little beginning part? Here we go. This part, yeah. So now we go from Sounds Like Sax to Cover Me to Free Sample because that was sampled in 2006 by Nightmare on Wax, one of the most famous versions by a group called You Wish. Oh, and this is the shit, y'all. I actually love this keyboard shit. It's like my fave. No, not along the watchtower. (laughs) When'd you pop on, Chris? This is this is brandy sipping by the fire. Fur rugs crackling with like six or seven bitches up on you. No. <laughs> I was already romantic, so now I'm not. Yeah, this is this it's just so funky. So they sampled Nightmare. This is Nightmare on Wax. Sampled just that little section from Private Number by Judy Clay and William Bell from 1968. But they are not the first people to sample that particular song. No, they sampled that song in 2008. But in 2013, Kill Him With Kindness by Dizzy Wit was on the agenda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's for all my progressive thinkers Yo, cautious with the image that I'm giving What used to be appealing is the shit that I'm resenting This is like slam poetry, is what it is, it sounds like But see, he sampled that to do a rap song in 2013 Pretty good, don't you think? Yeah, still not as good as my favorite, you know, Nightmare on Wax from 2006 But, 2005 2005, Debt Lose a by Timbuktu put that shit together. 2005. Hey, hey, hello. That's from the that's from the Steve Miller band, by the way. Another little sample, little secondary sample. Yeah, 
That tiny little track is just amazing. Now, Abracadabra. <laughs> no, not from Abracadabra. So that was done in 2005. And before that, it slept. It slept for 10 years previous by Let the Funk Ride by AIM from 1995. Yeah. This was my shit. All the kids are saying abracadabra, man. <laughs> so what you want me to do? Let the funk ride. Really cool integrations of the sample. Let the Funk Ride by AIM from 1995. But Players Club was the name of the song. Rapper Forte was from 1994. Me and my homies were tied it in the club. Chop a lot of games, how we do it at the Players Club. Jump the pool or kick it in the tub because we keep much ass at the Players Club. I got a whole name, Real the Real. She got a buddy named you could this is one of these tracks that you could just say a bunch of bullshit on top of it and it still sounds fucking good it's stylized it's like yeah no respect make the situation worse and feel more hp the sun deal there's a players club everywhere you dwell it's all it does is it's it's the fucking it's the shit man and two years before that is the very first sample track from balance and terror was the name of the group the song was called represent 1992 this was my shit yeah terror nicks try to chill my style but today's kid a lot of samples in this one yeah but check it out This one the most though and here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna let this play for a couple more minutes and then we're gonna take our second break and when we come back i'm gonna tell you some stories yeah i'm gonna tell you some stories right now i want you people to sit back just relax and enjoy the groove in front of the fire <laughs> Thank you. 
Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking CSUN Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane, buy a sun lamp, yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. Hey, this is Dan Gilbert. You're listening to Radio Irregardless featuring Mark Scalia. Uh, why? And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. That was, that was, sounds like cover sample sax to me. <laughs> I just want, uh, I want to bring you guys up to speed on a couple more things. It's raining now. We're going to get no snow. Everything's going to kind of settle down. So it's kind of a weird time in the world. And everybody's freaking out. My wife was just telling me something about a Russian sub was doing something. I don't fucking know. It's it's so fucking, it's so spooky. Everything's spooky. So just try to keep your heads on straight, everybody. That's the best I can say. It's story time. Here's my Now, here's my story. I was thinking when I was watching all the videos and I was getting nostalgic and of course, you know, my friend who passed, you know, think how short everything is and how much time we waste doing nothing. And we waste time on things that we think are important that really aren't. So what I will say, what is my birthday? 35 miles off the coast of Connecticut. What happened? Is that a real thing? Hold on. Now I'm <laughs> I was freaked out before. Let's see. Russian sub. Let's see. Russian spy ship Connecticut. Oh, let's see. Three hours ago. Russian spy ship is hanging out off the coast of Connecticut. No one ever said Connecticut sure was lovely this time of year, but Russian spy ship had decided to come for a visit anyway. <laughs> it's... Are you fucking serious? It's... It's not a spy ship. You fucking, everybody, this is how shit gets happened. It's not a Russian sub. I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to read the date on the thing. It, this just, February, it's a ship. It's, it's, it's a ship. The Victor Lennox, the CCB-175, Russian Navy Intelligence warship, docked in a pier off Old Havana, January 20th, 2015. In Havana, Cuba. That's where they got the picture from. What? They were headed to Foxwoods. <laughs> it has equipment that uses to decode messages. I heard in the news. Well, you know, where'd you hear it in the news? Here's the thing. Let's see. Top stories. Lurks off the coast of Cal. Here we go. Oh, God. It's not a fucking spy ship. It's just a fucking ship. It's <laughs> fucking Foxwoods. No, nobody goes to Foxwoods anymore, by the way. It's all Mohegan's. <laughs> if you're going to go somewhere, you got to go to Mohegan's, son. Uh, don't, see, don't spread panic. You're the same fucking people that, that say there's going to be a snowstorm. You go, well, you better get in fucking bed. You're, you're the milk and bread people. That's what you are. The milk and bread fucking people. You know something? Anything that stops North Korea... I was not, I I don't even I gotta start telling writing jokes in Korean. <laughs> How about that Alan Alda? <laughs> like three people get the reference. Anyway, here's what I was gonna say. Let's see, Yakov Smirnov has two shows in Foxwoods. <laughs> Yakov Smirnov. Ugh. In Russia, there's no sun, so we go to Foxwoods. <laughs> My listeners are really funny tonight. So I'll tell you what, guys. I want to sit here and read all your comments, but I can't because we got to move on. So here's what I'm going to do. Did I take my third break? No, I got to take my third and final break. When I come back, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. So uh, meanwhile, I'm going to do a little story. I'm going to try. Uh-oh, we just got a listener popped on. Red, three, two, one. Maybe the Russians are visiting us. Who knows? I'm going to check it out. You're listening to Radio Air Regardless. We'll be right back.
Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. On the house tonight Sweep the porch and steps and it'll be fine All this snow is make me lose my mind I just want to see it Stop it In the house, just woke up, looking out the window, snow's on top. Non-stop, blue lights on the spot, gotta move my car, off the block. Where to park? I got to know. Tight spots, cool temps, cause I got to go. Half an inch, then some more. When will it stop? I got to know. Snow! I'm slipping on the streets like Drano. I got nowhere to park, cause the garage is a no-go. I gotta park! Yeah, that's the deal that I'm left with. Put a chair in the spot where my car was just resting. Hey, get your shovels out the house tonight. Tire spin, it's a real bad grind. And the weathermen, they lose their minds. Ain't nobody getting to work on time. Several inches on the house tonight. Sweep the steps again, it'll be fine. All this snow makes me lose my mind. We just want to see it. Every day I'm shoveling. Shoveling, shoveling. Step up fast. The first kid with the shovel earns some cash. I'm losing money, but don't be mad. Now, kids, snow is bad. One more stone for us. Another round, please fill up my cup. Don't mess around. We just want to see you shovel now. Now you want to be you shovel now. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, 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 get up. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up. Lift that snow up. Lift that snow up. Lift that snow up. We're getting more snow tonight. Do I look like I'm having a good time? We're all gonna fucking lose our minds. Everybody, it's winter time. Oh no! Oh no! It's not snowing again. Fuck that! Every day I'm shoveling. Clean your car off. Clean your car off. <laughs> Clean your car off. Really, clean off your fucking car. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294.
you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I did a little research. First of all, it, it that whole fucking thing, that's, that's not a real fucking sub. It's a spy ship that docked, that they allowed to dock. Fucking people. It's fake news. But in that traveling, I just found out Ringling Brothers is shutting down. Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey's fucking circus that's been going for over a hundred years is closing and fucking PETA has says breaking after 36 years of protest hashtag Ringling Brothers Circus will shut down in May. Thank you all who spoke out fucking PETA go fuck yourself PETA. You know, here's the thing about circus and I understand. I understand elephants, okay? I get the elephant thing. Elephants are not made to be in captivity. I get it. But these fucking tigers are born in captivity. They're born there. They're born, they have no other instincts except to have human beings fucking feed them. And Siegfried and Roy found it the hard way that tigers probably shouldn't be fucked with. <laughs> or not. I don't know if it's Siegfried or Roy. I don't know which one got fucking chewed up. But anyway... It's fucking insane. A circus. Ringling Brothers fucking circus. And I just, oh, man. Because people think they know better. Stop it. I understand. What about the clowns? What about the, you know, the, the, the bike riders, the motorcycle guys, and the high wire acts? Elephants are grown for their tusks. Stop it. Don't fuck with elephants. That's the thing. And we learned. We learned that elephants shouldn't be in captivity. It drives them fucking crazy. And, you know, it's bad enough we have them in zoos, but if we didn't have them in zoos, people would fucking kill them all. So sometimes zoos aren't a bad thing, and sometimes circuses aren't a bad thing. Sometimes, you know, the whole reason we had circuses was because people could see animals that they never saw before. Of course, you know, the animals were Mr. Anna, but fucking PETA. Go fuck yourself, PETA. You know, for every one good thing they do, they do three things that are bad. I just, you know, just grow a dick. You know, just grow a fucking dick, grow some estrogen, have some tubes, and just be a fucking person. Don't be a bunch of dickweeds. Anyway, I'm going to wrap the show. <laughs> There's going to be a clown homeless problem. <laughs> uh, I think I have it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Clown lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking PETA. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I can't tell if that's a clown horn or an ambulance in Europe. <laughs> How about some psycho clown effects? Listen. <laughs> I want to hit nut 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 nut. Oh fuck! I don't know what that was at all. I don't know. That's crazy. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ringling Brothers and Bound Circus present Fuck Peter. This is the song that I would kill people to. If I were going to pick a song, this would be the song. Don't tell Elizabeth Warren. Don't tell Elizabeth Warren the circus is closing down. She'll have a rally. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Circus clowns have got to go. <laughs> uh. I think this this could be my theme. This is going to be my new ringtone. It's manic. Warren can hire them now for her own circus. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren's gone off the fucking... Uh, she's off the rails. It's like she's... Uh, she complains to complain now. I, I understand she thinks she's doing something good, but... You know, I don't know if you knew this. Fucking North Korea launched a couple fucking missiles. And you're fucking going, what about the Secretary of Education? <laughs> 
cares? Uh. Did you realize this YouTube video is 30 minutes long? <laughs> it never stops. The video looks like in a, a mushroom cloud in the shape of a clown. <laughs> oh. How about this one? It's very Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> She should read some more passages from other letters she didn't write and then get thrown out. <laughs> I didn't know there was a rule that you couldn't actually, you can't actually fuck with another senator on the floor. That's a real rule. Uh. Yeah, I think if I was going to kill somebody, I would throw lit matches at them to torture them to this song. All right, it's getting disturbing. <laughs> it's getting disturbing for no apparent reason. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap the show. I gotta, I'm going to go. I, th I definitely think I'm going to wrap the show. But here's what I'm going to I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be this coming weekend. Thursday and Friday night, I'm off. I may actually go to my, my brother-in-law's having a birthday party. I may actually go to that. I'm not sure because I have something tentative on Friday. So maybe I'll go early. And then, of course, Saturday, I do my once-a-year benefit show at the polish american citizens club in gardner and i'm running that show and i believe this year we have five comics on the show we've never had five comics we, we just try to do something every year last year we did the all-female show other than myself it was the all-female show and this year we have danny gilbert Justin Hoff, Brian Munzer, and Amy T making her return. And then, of course, I'm hosting the show. And it's uh, it's it's for the Special Olympics, and I love doing it. They oversold it again, 250 people. They make tons of money, and they're so they're so nice. It's just it's a wonderful cause. So that's where I'm going to be this coming weekend. As far as next week goes, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I hope to be here next week. I really do. I hope we're all here next week. And that's all you can do. If you want to be part of the show, you want to be a sponsor, guest, or just leave a comment, email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Do that for me. That'd be great. Hey, guys, have a good, safe week. I wish you all the best. Be safe out there. It's crazy. Love you guys. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. First I want to go, eh?